I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the bug that splatters across the windshield of crime. I am Darkwing Duck, and I'm listening to the Canned Air Podcast. How about you? everyone and welcome to another episode of Candare, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Randy Hardenbrook. And joining us today from the Debate This podcast, or should I just say Debate This cast, which which is preferred, Matt? Uh, debate This podcast is fine. We'll do that. We'll do that. Uh, it's been a show that Randy and myself have both guests on. Jack, I think you're long overdue. Am I? You need to get on the show and have <laughs> some fun, but uh, we welcome one of the hosts, Matt Cole, to the show. Matt, thanks so much for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. We're going to have a good time today. In our retro roundtable, we're going to be talking about superhero team-ups. And what was the inspiration for this, exactly? Just with Black Widow being released, the, the final trailer with their kind of like little... With her group, little group yeah, of yeah. Yeah, of misfit team uh, yeah. heroes are there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they all have elaborate backstories, but I don't know one of them. Yep, yep. Not a one of them. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be a good film, though. It might be all right, yeah. <laughs> Not looking too optimistic, yeah, Jack. Uh, I don't really care. It, it's a little too late, <laughs> yeah. but it's going to be better than Captain Marvel. You know that. We'll see. What? <laughs> all right. That's, maybe that's what you should be debating on Debate This. <laughs> but then uh, after we do that, we're going to turn our attention over to Matt and talk more about Debate This. Uh, but before we do all of that, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CannedAirPod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And if you like what we're doing, want to show your support, head over to Patreon.com forward slash CannedAirPod, where for $5 a month, you can get access to the Canned Air Patreon pod and lots of cool goodies coming down the pike uh, on that form. Matt, we've been working on and ideas we've been throwing around. I know we've been saying it a while, but a lot of work's going into it. And when it comes to fruition, it's going to be worth it. I promise. It's going to be epic. Very epic indeed. And I want to remind everyone to stick around at the end of the episode for going out on the fifth song of the EP. Uh, can you remember what was Am I Human, I believe? Uh, it's old. <laughs> I believe it is. We're going out on the song Captain Leroy and Dr. Nightmare. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, but that's the name of the EP, I Correct. believe, Am I Human. Yeah. So uh, check that out on your music player of choice. It's a good album, and be sure to stick around at the end of the episode for that. And uh, anything else, gentlemen, before we move on? Go ahead and get your uh, classic canned air on your morning drive by listening to the Cuyahoga Valley Radio Network, CVRN, and Redline mm-hmm. Radio Network, So both of which you can find on Live 365. Syndicated boys, Boom. syndicated. Is there any better feeling than that? Six years. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, let's kick it off with this week's retro round table. And away we go. Shut up! Shut up! All right, superhero team-ups. Randy, do you want to kick us off? You know, yeah, I can. Um, The first one that I thought of, Darkwing Duck. Do you guys remember when they had that little mini-team, the Justice Ducks? I don't, but Mm -hmm. uh, boy, do I love Darkwing. So it was like (laughs) second season, uh, there was the Gizmo Duck, uh, Mm. a Morticia Duck or something like that. Oh, yeah, I remember Mm -hmm. her. And then there was like a a Stegosaurus-type duck and some Mer Duck. I guess I ducked out of Darkwing a little earlier (laughs) than I thought I did, yeah. (laughs) But it was right around the time where like the Dark, Darkwing, whatever the bad... Neck-a-duck? Neck-a-duck, thank you. 
uh, he had like a team that put together and this mm. was like the the counter I to see. that. So. I always loved when they when any show did that kind of a thing. It, 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 as a kid, it was just cool seeing like Darkwing and um, Gizmo Duck together. Yeah. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gizmo was from Tail or not Tailspin, but Ducktales. Ducktales. That's yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Good pick too. Uh, Matt, what about you, sir? Uh, the first one I have on my list is the Midnight Suns uh, from Marvel. It's the team that I'm the most excited to hopefully come into the MCU here at some point. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys are familiar. It's sort of the Marvel edgelord team of a couple of Ghost Riders, Morbius, the Living Vampire, Blade, Doctor Strange, Iron Fist, and Moon Knight. Oh, is that wow. ringing any bells? Damn. Yeah. Yeah, so it didn't last very long in the comic books, but those are all characters that have been in the MCU or being introduced into the MCU or I don't know, somebody slapped Jared Leto's name on Morbius and they're going to try and make it into a movie. So (laughs) I'm trying to find a reason to be excited about that. But uh, if I get another excuse to get the Ghost Rider into the MCU, I will take that excuse eight ways to Sunday. So, Matt, are you going to be more or less excited if they recast Nick Cage as the Ghost Rider? Uh, so I'm a big Nick Cage supporter um, as far as I that. enjoyed him. Yeah. Yeah. That first Ghost Rider. I think Nick Cage is a good Johnny Blaze. I don't like to talk about the second Johnny Cage, Johnny Blaze, whatever movie. It was terrible. Yeah, um, it's not good. Yeah. But the first one I thought was OK and I thought he did a good job. But I really liked uh, the guy they had as uh, uh, Robbie Reyes in oh, the Agents yes. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. I was really hopeful. I know they were talking about doing a Hulu Ghost Rider show. I was hopeful they were going to bring him back, and that show got canceled or postponed or is on hiatus. So I don't know what they're going to do with Ghost Rider, but I know Morbius is coming down the pipeline, and uh, Moon Knight is supposed to come to Disney Plus at some point, and they cast Mahashala Ali as Blade, so hopefully that's coming away as well. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that would be really cool to see, and it's a, it's a funny thing that they chose Morbius. Of all the characters that they have the rights to, like, mm-hmm. why would you choose Morbius? He's a cool character, don't get me wrong, but... I can, I mean, not right, not that I have one in mind, but I'm sure there's a million other characters that they have the license to that would be far more interesting. I'm trying to think of someone else that would be a weird one to pull out. I'd to, like to see a whole uh, Norman Osborn movie. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Transformation into the Goblin. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. It can be devoid of Spider-Man, at, at, you know, at first, and eventually in another movie maybe meld the two together, but... Uh, I don't know. I just feel like the Green Goblin is one of those characters who's never had true justice on the big screen. No. I don't know if I could watch it if it wasn't William Defoe, though. I mean, I just I feel like he made a really good Green Goblin. He, I mean, the, yeah, he played it really well, both Norman Osborn and the Goblin uh, voice and everything. They just made the mistake of covering up his face. Yeah, He's got a yeah. Goblin face, that horrifying smile. I mean, <laughs> yeah, going to cover it up. Come on. I don't know. That's just me. Maybe it's not just me. I think there's other people <laughs> yeah. that agree, though. I think there's other people that agree. <laughs> All right, Jack, we're over to you. About uh, Spider-Man and Daredevil. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, and I've got some comics they team up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, that's kind of going back to uh, when we were talking before Spider-Man really became, like, really mainstream, and he seemed to really fit in with the Hell's Kitchen group. That mm-hmm. happened quite a bit, you know? They did that on the animated series, too, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah they I did. remember that's the first time I ever saw who Daredevil was. He always all just saw in red, though. That was the, yeah. kind of the weird thing. <laughs> I can't remember what the circumstance was in the comic or in the show for their meeting. Like he, like, it was something like Kingpin, wasn't it? 
Oh, no doubt, but like I think <laughs> more than likely, <laughs> Murdoch maybe was representing Peter somehow or something. That's how their paths crossed. I don't remember. But I don't remember, but those two going together because they're almost the same, I guess. Daredevil can't climb walls, of course, but I mean, him and Spider-Man both have heightened senses. Mm-hmm. His baton, he can kind of you know Web grapple swing, himself yeah. around and stuff. Yeah, and they're super agile and tough. He doesn't really seem to have uh, many handicaps, despite his main obvious handicap, no, does yeah, he? You know, no. he gets around just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was oh man, I would love to see more of that in the Punisher series, both of them, especially the Punisher. It was so good. Yes, so yeah. I'll finish that one. Uh, how many times <laughs> are you gonna say that, Jack? <laughs> no. Finish it. It's so good much watching. to finish. Good watching. Good watching. Just put it on while you're three D printing us more toys. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, one I have here is, well, I've got a lot of entries that contain the turtles. Big surprise, right? (laughs) But um, the first one I'm going to mention is, you know, uh, when the turtles were coming out over the years, especially the cartoons started introducing all these new characters. Like, I don't even remember half their names, but like... There was a Stingray character, like Beta... Beta Ray Bill? Mm, no, that's Beta <laughs> Ray Bill's yeah, sorry, uh, sorry. from Marvel. Yeah. Something something about, Ray. Yeah. I don't remember his name. Um, but there were all kinds of different other mutants that existed in that universe that mm. just kind of had cameos here and there. And the comics they created, uh, it was on the Archie label, uh, a title called The Mighty Mutanimals. Okay. Where all of these misfit right, mutants right. in that universe had teamed up and made a grouping. You know what I mean? That okay. the turtles sometimes would help and uh, sometimes the turtles were totally devoid in those comics. There was just The Mighty Mutanimals. But um, when Nickelodeon acquired uh, the Turtles and they started doing new comics and stuff, a new series came out with some new mutants. And uh, even in the cartoon series, they introduced the Mutanimals to some extent. But uh, they're still very prominent in the comic series. And uh, I've always loved them, always loved them, that they gave all those characters some kind of a backstory. Mm-hmm. You know? Anyway, that's Did my opinion. Pigeon Pete, yeah. <laughs> the leader in the comics is this uh, cat called Old Hob. Yeah. And um, in that evolution of the turtles, like in those very first comics, like after they get the mutagen put on them, before they evolved, a cat attacked them in the sewer and grabbed Raph and carried him off. And he was separated from them during their mutation. And it wasn't until he was grown that he found the rest of them and came back to his family. So I guess that's kind of why he... There was an explanation to his attitude to some extent. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's always been a grudge between them because obviously then that cat evolved into Old Hob having got the shit on himself as well. So, <laughs> And there's a daredevil kind of tie in there, yeah, too, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All comes full circle and can there. All right. And that brings us back over to Randy. Yes. So uh, I'm going to kind of tie in a little bit of debate this here. I was listening to, uh, Matt, your episode, I think, two ago where you guys were talking about the new CW shows. Oh, yeah. And uh, somebody brought up uh, Dexter's Lab and uh, talking about the uh, uh, the Justice Friends on that. And I'd completely forgotten about that till I heard that episode. And I was like, shit, that was a good part of Dexter's Lab. Mm. So you had yeah. you guys remember you two remember Justice Friends? No, I never Vaguely, watched. Yeah. Dexter. I watched Dexter. <clears throat> so basically it was like they had like these little mini commercial or these little mini shows inside mm-hmm. of Dexter's lab. And it was like a riff on the super friends or the, excuse me, the Avengers. So you had like major glory. who was like this really dorky riff on, uh, captain America. You had Val Hallen, which was like the Thor, but he 
played like Van Halen. That's right, yeah. And then the big purple Hulk dude, which was Krunk, right, Matt? Uh, it's the infragable crunk. Thank you. That's right. Um, I remember. But the whole point was like they were living together. It was mm-hmm. like a three's company almost set. OK, but it was it was hilarious. And they did like some I think they did like a Galactus episode where it was like he was like grilling worlds and stuff. And you saw like these all these expanded like characters like they had like a white cat that was like a red on Black Panther. But they yeah, the, yarn the white tiger. Yeah, the yeah. white tiger. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's there are a bunch of them. I, I had the list pulled up from when we were recorded that episode, but the Living Bullet was like Iron Man, the Flash, Quicksilver, and Bullet Man all mushed together. Fantone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was like Vision, Rat Man was Batman and Spider Man. They're very good. It was a really, yeah. really good bit that they riffed on in Dexter's lab there for a couple of years. And I'm almost surprised they didn't make that their own show because that I think they could have went pretty far with that. Yeah, I agree with you. It sounds like that could have even been like uh, inspiration uh, stomping ground for like Teen Titan kind of humor. I mean, from what I'm like, the, the t- yeah, it, it really was, yeah. the, especially the Teen, Teen Titan Titans Go. go. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yep. Yeah, because I, I, I don't watch that show, but I have uh, been flipping through and seen it and I'll stop and watch it. And every time I do, it always makes me chuckle. Mm-hmm. And there's always a joke or something in there that, you know, aren't for kids today. Like, yeah, like yeah. I feel like there was a Golden Girls reference and joke in one of those episodes. Even. <laughs> oh, I was like, who I'm the hell is getting that? Me, yeah. was, you know, of course that's made for uh <laughs> the adults that's cool though I, I i need to check that out yeah yeah you really do it's it's awesome hmm. very good and that brings us back over to matt uh my next one i guess is a little less retro and a little more new school but i wanted to talk about the umbrella academy i don't know if any of you guys watched yes. that on netflix yes i've heard of it i know jack so good it. yes it's really yeah good. i really really liked it and uh i actually went back and read um, the first and second series of the books, there are three graphic novels. And so I read the first one, which is what the current Netflix season is based off of. And the second one, which is where I think the Netflix season is going. Uh, but it's a really interesting twist on a superhero team or a superhero family. Um, and it's all written by Gerard Way, who is the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, but is really a pretty talented comic book writer. Mm-hmm. Um, his books are definitely a little different and they're a little bit twisted, but uh, the Netflix series I thought was really good, um, and it it follows these characters who all have much different powers than I think you would expect from a Marvel or a DC. I mean, it's all by Dark Horse, so of course it's going to be a little off the cuff. But um, like one of their characters is a guy named the Seance who can talk to the dead, and then one member of the team is this kid who died really young but comes back and is a member of the team because the team member who talks to the dead brings him back when they get into big battles. Um, So it's a big, interesting twist on your typical superhero team. Um, That's it's cool. I like it a lot. If you haven't watched the Netflix series, it's worth it. And if you haven't read the books, it's really worth it if you're interested in the Netflix series. But it's different than reading your standard Marvel or DC story. It's way more darker and twisted. Do you think the series did the comic or the graphic novel justice or? Yeah, I think it really did. Um, I don't want to give a lot of small changes in it, but nothing really to to take away from it too much. Right. Yeah. Enough to adapt it well to Netflix and mm-hmm. and put it into sort of like that 10 episode format. I don't want to give too much away because we're going to do a debate this episode about it eventually. But okay, cool. um, yeah, I think that the the first series on Netflix follows the first graphic novel very well. Um, like you said, with a couple of changes here and there to make it fit with Netflix well, but the 
finale of the Netflix series sets it up really well to go right into the story of the second graphic novel, mm-hmm. um, which will be a little bit more wild to keep track of. Um, it's sort of got a, an Avengers Endgame feel with a lot of time jumps and time skips and trying to keep the timeline consistent. So it'll be interesting to see what they end up doing with that. Awesome. Hmm. I need to watch that. I, I hear nothing but good stuff it was, about it. It was cool. It was definitely different for as for a super superhero series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It took me a couple of episodes, but I think by the the end of the second, middle of the third episode, I was pretty hooked. And the casting is good. There are a couple of casting choices that I didn't like, but overall, I thought the casting was very well done. That's awesome. That was uh, what was the girl who played Juno? Wasn't she in it? Ellen Page. Yeah, yes. Ellen Page. Yep. Yes, I I thought I remember her being on the, the poster. white violin white violin mm. i need to watch spoilers <laughs> no it's not <laughs> i'll forget You'll by have the time no i ever idea watch what it, it anyway. means actually i'll be like what the hell did jack sing yeah, yeah really <laughs> all right which uh, brings us back to you jack iron man and war machine mm. uh, that's just a powerhouse altogether. yeah yeah yeah, uh, Iron Man 2, I think of, especially that last scene. Yeah. Um, that was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> when they're just, well, Tony uses that laser thing, and they're just yeah. back-to-back just taking everything out. He's like, we'll put the big guns on the top hill, and we'll keep the little guns down here, and they both start walking for the top yeah. of the hill. Like, oh, I, yeah, I, I thought I was the big gun. Yeah. No, I'm the big gun. <laughs> I'm actually surprised they didn't play that up more than they did in any future movies. I mean, you don't mm. really see a lot of that. I wonder if uh, is Don Cheadle going to still be doing his War Machine in future films? Like, is he sticking around, or does he go with uh, the other ones? I have no idea. I'm I actually warmed up to him as War Machine later yeah. on because I yeah. at, at first I didn't like him because I enjoyed Terrence what's his Howard. name? Yeah, <clears throat> but uh, then, Cuba Gooding Jr. wasn't that who was originally that character? No, no. It was, uh, who was it again? The Terrence, Terrence Howard. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and there was yeah. some big. Uh, like discrepancy when it came to the second movie about money and he ended up just walking on the yeah. roll and mm-hmm. sure. uh, got Don Cheadle, which I think was, yeah, a good choice, yeah. a good choice. But, um, yeah. And especially like in the comics, because like during Tony's whole grip with alcoholism and having to step away from Iron Man, then, uh, Rhodey stepped in that to start role. wearing Iron Man suit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, did that for a while. So yeah, their relationship has always been really cool. I, I enjoy them both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good pick. Yeah. Hold the peak. See, uh, what do I want to go with next? Uh, the anytime you see Magneto in the X Men getting along, that's a team up okay. I enjoy when they're <laughs> yeah. all on the same team. Yeah. Because what a powerhouse! I mean, mm-hmm. Magneto in himself is such a force. Right. Uh, he's hard to reckon with. So when you put it with the rest of the X Men, you know whatever it is they're going against, it's so free. I mean, in the comics, Magneto he's, he's he has a home base like on a on a asteroid, asteroid that circles. Yeah. yeah. That's that's pretty boss. <laughs> what other power is going to let you do anything like that? Right. You know, but um, like in the I think of the Apocalypse movie, which didn't really I think do too well. At the end, when he came to his senses and just everybody ganged up on Apocalypse, it was yeah. so cool. It was so cool. Or even in the animated series when they did that uh, the Savage Planet or whatever arc where him and Professor X were like trapped in the Savage Land. I don't remember that. Mm-mm. I think that was in the animated episode. It could have been. Just because I don't remember, it doesn't mean Fair it didn't enough. exist. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they got transported there somehow, um, and then Xavier could walk, and I just remember those two, like, working together kind of haphazardly throughout mm-hmm. that entire arc, so. Constantly fighting with each other, bickering. Pretty they're... much. Right, right. Two so, sides of the spectrum having to work together. 
they're both so powerful, but in just such different ways. Totally you know? different ways. <laughs> Obviously, uh, it's a mind versus matter kind of a battle, mm-hmm. right? Obviously. Metal but, matter. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's the same kind of thing anytime Batman and Superman have fought. It's mind versus brawn. You know, not that Superman's stupid, but Batman's obviously way more intelligent, and that's where he has to fight. That's where that's where his game is. Right. Yep. But um, anyway, I'm uh, foxholing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens. Where are we at? We're at 22. Let's go around again. Who are we back to? Uh, Randy. So I've got a worst team up that I can think of. Back on the Christmas episode, Jeremy, you gave me a comic that was the Power Rangers and the Turtles team up. Mm. Really awesome comic. Mm-hmm. However, that was not the first time that had happened. Uh, yeah, I got this whole thing on my list. Go right ahead, sir. <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm stealing your thunder, bro. It's all right. You know, I had no thunder. Okay, well, I remember walking in one day... Well, I was in high school, Scott was middle school or whatever, and he would watch Power Rangers in Space, which, eh. But anyway, Power Rangers in Space, and there's the crappy ten- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with the, the female turtle on there. Next Mutation. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, I mean, awful. growing up such a fan of both entities, I mean, by the time that happened, I was over it all for the most part. I went through this, like, you know, high school and in my 20s where I didn't really give a shit about any of this stuff no. anymore. But uh, then it obviously came back to me caring quite a bit about it. <laughs> but um, I was stoked when I heard that was happening. I was like, cool, turtles and Power Rangers, but it's not the same Power Rangers. No. And holy shit, is it not the same turtles? <laughs> but eh, whatever, you know. Yeah. And the comic team up was a little bit cooler. Not that I've read the whole thing, but the little bit I have read uh, did yeah, seem like it was, it was cool. It's, hell of a lot better <laughs> idw has really got uh an affinity for putting the turtles in a, like with another would they also do the uh well the batman mm-hmm. batman yeah. that was an okay team up turtles ghostbusters and oh the ghostbusters i could have gotten more behind that but the artwork in it not mm-hmm. that it was bad but it was so abstract and like caricature almost that it just i couldn't get into it i really. can't remember what the story behind it was and i, I Pretty sure I have that whole I think four it's run the, series. Or the something same like thing it is in all the other ones. Just like, oh my god, our realities have twisted somehow. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, whatever. <laughs> it was okay. It was okay, yeah. and that's I guess that's about what most of them are. But you know, the Power Rangers comic uh, lately, the like the from Boom Studios has been doing so well, and like their stories are really getting traction. They're starting to build, fit, make figures of them. Like the whole Lord Draken thing where mm-hmm. uh, the yeah, alternate was... like shattered grid reality where yeah. Tommy has mm-hmm. linked the green and white Rangers powers together and become this like evil overlord. That's fucking badass. Oh, too. And he has like, uh, like a, like a whole legion of like the original Rangers, like, right. like the, like the yellow Ranger is all done up with a gun and like armor. Now all the black Rangers what? are like the, there's a, like a fleet of black Rangers that go out like a SWAT team kind of thing. Like it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good though. It's so good. You're getting much richer stories than the, those fucking TV shows. Oh, I can imagine though. <laughs> so much richer. So I can't recommend those enough. <coughs> Especially Jeremy, for- I needed you to uh, debate this episodes ago when I was talking about a Power Rangers TV reboot and really? everybody was dumping on me because they weren't as interested in a gritty Rangers reboot as I was. Oh, I would definitely be about that. That was the same episode that I'd referenced earlier with the uh, the, C- uh, the CW shows, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. See that if it was on CW though, I would automatically just be out because more like, than likely, yeah. Tom, most yeah. their shit's pretty corny. Like these kids are far too beautiful, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I mean, I guess <laughs> they were in the uh, the movie reboot too. But I dug that they it was a d- little bit of a different take. Yeah, on the, the CW, everyone's got a lot of money apparently too, though. So it's just yeah. like too 
That's just too much for me. Gentrified. It's too fucking much. Anything <laughs> they've been doing. I appreciate what they're doing. Yeah, yep. But yeah. Uh, it's just not for me. I will say, Matt, you made a pretty good case on that episode, though, for the hey, Grim reboot. I appreciate it, Randy. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely back you on that. Uh, I would love to see some kind of a reboot instead of just, you know, cranking out the next uh, thing like they always do with the same campiness. Like, something a little more polished. I mean, TV graphics have come so freaking far. Imagine the monsters you can do now if you started fresh, a new Rita Repulsa. Well, there's that short yeah. YouTube video with the the Black Ranger, wasn't it? The, those yeah. real gritty Power Rangers. Yes. Like, that was yeah. so good. It had the fucking Dawson in it, too. Uh, yep. Yeah. James right. Vanderbeek. Yep. The, yeah. Dawson. <laughs> the Dawson. The Dawson was in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've seen that. I was all for that Power Rangers being mm-hmm. so dark like that. Yeah, that was tight. I wonder what... Uh, did we ever find what the origin of that was why that was even made especially with star power in it yeah i mean it was basically like james vanderbeek and the guy who directed it whose name is slipping my mind right now wanted to put it together as a fan film and did it and uh the saban corporation shut him down Mm. i always used to shit on dawson creek but thank god for the dawson money because (laughs) it it, it brought us this right wow well jdf even liked it even though he didn't care for it how dark it was just because it was not so much for kids which Power whatever was, if somebody come up to him and said time, yeah. we're going to do some dark shit with your character do you want in he'd be like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean christ he did the he did the the trailer but, spot for the comic he did that lord yeah. draken thing yeah. that's a pretty evil character yeah, so true. what's the difference he just had know. to have his eyes opened i think to money uh, yeah it opens a lot of people's eyes yeah. i know it opened mine <laughs> <laughs> definitely open mine uh, we have abolished my list. Who is, is it Matt? Matt, are you next, I believe? Yeah, yeah, I think I'm next. Uh, so, Randy, you actually you sparked my memory when you were talking about the Justice Friends. I had this whole list of teams, and I'm throwing it all away because I want to talk about Action League now. Oh, uh, dude. Yeah, from Nickelodeon and yes. with uh, all that and Kablam. Um, that was, I think, one of the funniest things to me when I was a, a younger kid. That was, was amazing. Yeah, the Flesh, Thunder Girl, Stinky Diver, and Melt Man with the power to melt. <laughs> okay, Jer- uh, but, Jack, Jeremy, do you guys remember this at all? No. What's that? I don't know. I okay. really don't. Uh, early 2000s on Nickelodeon, they did these four-minute stop-motion animation bits about the Action League Now, which was this team of superheroes, but they were just stop-motion action figures. Yeah. And uh, the Flesh was like a Conan the Adventurer action figure, and Thunder Girl was uh, a doll head on another superhero body. But what was cool and interesting, if you knew toys, was Stinky Diver was a G.I. Joe shipwreck action figure. And Meltman was a G.I. Joe Cobra commander figure that somebody had just taken a blowtorch to the head of and melted down a little bit. And that was his whole character was that he could melt. It was very funny. And they were only like four minutes and. I think it only lasted for a year and a half, but they did like 51 episodes and every once in a while Nickelodeon would package a bunch of them together into a half an hour slot. And they were very good and very funny. I always really liked those. Uh, I'm pulling up a picture so these guys can see now. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah. I've I've always wanted to do more stop motion. You know, uh, me and Jack dabbled in that uh, when we first started Candare within the first year or two mm-hmm. and made a little five-minute video stop motion. And how long did that take to make, Jack? Five-minute video. Two hours. Fucking hours. Try months, hey, man. Well, yeah, like, that, that was... I do kind of remember that. Yes. Uh, yeah, that the, looks the, familiar. The, the, the tall female doll looks very familiar. Yeah. Let me yeah. see one more time. 
Yeah, I do remember those. Those are funny. I, I would be so cool though to make like a like a movie. I would. I, I thought it'd be cool if, uh, if we could all get action figures of ourselves somehow to like make a little <laughs> movie of like how we got turned into toys or like a dream sequence. And <laughs> if only we had somebody with a three D printer. It's just having to do oh, the three D scan part. Which let me go back to you guys about that because I might have an idea. Ooh. Might. Ooh. I mean, if you show up with these figures, it doesn't mean I'm automatically down for this movie because holy shit, what a <laughs> lot of work it would lot, be. Yeah. But it would definitely get me interested. Mm-hmm. We'll see if, if, if we do this, we're going to have to have like a, a villain team to go against. So, uh, hey, uh, Matt, what do you guys at debate this time? <laughs> <laughs> Man, if you make me an action figure of myself, I'll do just about anything. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, there's not much I wouldn't do for that. There really isn't. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I've always, well, I don't know if I should say too much on the show. Maybe someone steal my idea, but I always thought it'd be cool to like have that dream sequence where you get shrunk down as a toy, and uh, maybe like some of the you get you get disapproved by the toys that are on the shelf and cast down to the basement where all the toys that are being stored away <laughs> and who are pissed off are, and they want to take it out on you. You have to escape <laughs> the basement, you know. I don't. Yeah, know. there I was too an much old time on my hands. There was an old uh, Twilight Zone episode that was very similar to that of like five people who had a dream that they were stuck in a bucket and then woke up to realize that they were actually action figures. It was that whole thing flipped. It was a in one of the first series of uh, the Twilight Zone. Oh, I remember oh, nice. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, they were all, there was like a ballet dancer and a yeah a cop yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I don't have to worry about anyone stealing it because I stole it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, sweat off the brow. <laughs> Still would be a fun idea, though. It would be, be a fun idea, and I don't want to rip off the uh, Twilight Zone because Twilight Zone is the shit. I love mm-hmm. Twilight Zone. All right, where are we at? 31. Does anyone else have any other entries before we move on? The Tick and the Civic-Minded Five. Ooh. Ooh, that's good cool. Pick. That's a good one. Very good. <laughs> good pick. The it was tick. what? Mucilage Man, Jungle Janet, Feral Boy, the Four Legged Man, and the Carpeted Man. <laughs> so, he was just wrapped in carpet, and his power was he'd drag his feet everywhere and shock everyone, but then he'd overheat and pass out. So, <laughs> Did they ever uh, bring that team up to any of the live tick shows? Um, I mean, I think they probably introduced some of those characters, but like have them up in their actual team ups. I want to say in the Patrick Warburton one, they did have kind of a team up, but it wasn't any of those characters, though. I can't remember, though. I'd have to go back and watch that. It's been so long since I've seen that series. Another quick one I want to make mention of here, which isn't even a superhero, it's a supervillain team up, but anytime the Sinister Six of any kind came together was always such a thrill because Spider-Man was always in over his head. Oh, easily, yeah. With that, and you're like, he's going to get his ass kicked this time. (laughs) How's he going to get out of this one? Because they're all forces to be reckoned with, Mm -hmm. but... yeah. I don't know. Anytime they had the shocker in there, you're like, yeah, this will be a pushover. It'll be the first one out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Love that character, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Any other ones before we move on? I've got one, Matt. Do you have any more? Uh, I mean, I can go all day, but don't don't make me if I don't need to. <laughs> we'll do one more. <laughs> all right. Um, so my thing was the, uh, the one of the superhero teams that got hyped so much and then just was comedic gold was the X Force and Deadpool two. Oh, oh yeah, God, <laughs> yes. And like half of them get killed yeah, off yeah. there right shooting. Off the bat, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt's character getting electrocuted. Uh, one of them hit went into a wood, wood chipper. chipper. chipper yep. Um, what was it like, what was his name, Ted or Ned or something? Yeah, like? he was the only one that survived. Yeah. <laughs> I think, didn't 
Terry Crews, didn't he get hit by a bus or something? Something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. I, think he got I just, hit by a bus. I just remember not laughing that much at that movie until that point, and then I just lost my shit. Yeah. <laughs> the first one I thought was definitely better than the second one. Yeah. I would agree. With yeah. That. Um, especially at the end, like they just pushed up this kid so much that by the end of it, you're like, eh, I don't really care about him. I yeah. feel for him, but uh, and then the whole Juggernaut thing. I mean, Juggernaut was cool to see, but the way like they killed him or off or mm-hmm. Pat made him like beat him was so fucking stupid. Yeah, but to see him that big was awesome to see. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. great. Yeah, the that theme was song cool. was pretty badass too, though. The theme song for Juggernaut's theme song. I don't remember. Wasn't like. Holy shit, it's Juggernaut. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I won't lie. I will not lie. About it was great that. to see Domino and her powers, yeah. actually. She actually was a pretty cool character in that movie. Yes, I loved the hell out of her, yeah. actually. I would love to see her uh, have her own movie. Uh, and she was in The Joker as well. Which, oh, yeah, yeah, the actress. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was an amazing actress. Mm-hmm. Pretty fine, if you yeah, ask me. Pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty fine. Pretty fine. And on that note, <laughs> let's turn our attention right over to Matt again and talk about Debate This. Matt, thanks so much for being here. It's awesome to finally get this worked out and get you on the show. And uh, just let's start by telling the listeners about Debate This. Yeah, sure. Um, so again, thanks for having me. I'm really glad we could finally get this to work out. I know we've had two of you guys on, so Jack, your time is coming. But mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Debate This is a show about comic books and video games where we tend to argue about the questions that no one is asking. So we're not here to talk about does Superman beat Goku in a fight or uh, if Iron Man is richer than Batman or anything like that. We're asking questions like what color Yoshi is the best color Yoshi? Hashtag butt-thwomp nation. Butt-thwomp nation, eight ways to Sunday, baby. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we've got all sorts of things like that. Um, We just released our 50th episode, which was really exciting. And that was uh, which Sonic B-list character deserves to be the focus of the Sonic the Hedgehog sequel. Um, And that was a lot of fun. That was the second time we've done B-list Sonic characters, which if you've never explored the Sonic the Hedgehog Archie comics, boy, that is a goldmine of garbage. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the sort of thing that we do. Um, And on our feed, we have two separate shows as well. Uh, so Debate This is our main show. We also have a show called Sidebar, uh, which is just us talking about whatever is going on in the news right now. That usually comes out every couple of months. Uh, we just recorded one of those about the upcoming Marvel rumors for what's happening in 2020, 2021, uh, and so on and so forth. And then we also have a show called Flavor Text, which is where one of us will learn everything we can about a single property and then divulge that information lecture style to the other guys on the show. So we've done a flavor text about The Witcher. We've done a flavor text about Five Nights at Freddy's. We've done a flavor text about Marvel's Eternals uh, and whatever else we can come up with. So both flavor text and sidebar come out on the Debate This feed like every other month and Debate This comes out every other week. Very nice. Very busy gentlemen, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, we try to keep up on it. We try to stay busy. Any good podcaster does, I tell you. Um, 
you know, like I've already said, Randy and I have uh, had the opportunity to be on. When I was yeah. on, man, it was a lot of fun. We were talking about... We were all representing a villain from the Batman universe, from Gotham, mm-hmm. and uh, trying to uh, trying to bring on new blood onto the team. So we had to give the pitch for that villain and say why working for them would be a great opportunity. I think I, w- I represented the Mad Hatter, and uh, I think my spiel, if I remember right, was "Fuck Taco Tuesdays." If you work for the Mad Hatter, <laughs> every day is a tea party. I do. I remember that. Come yeah, on. And- that's our episodes usually come from some stupid pitch like that. One of us will say like, hey, which which supervillain do you think has the best unpaid internship program? <laughs> and then we just start roundtabling that until we can turn it into a question. So, yeah, that was one of my favorites. I mean, I don't get to talk about my love for the Riddler very often, but um, I think it was the Riddler, the Mad Hatter and uh, like Calendar Man. Usually yes, we've got yes, somebody who brings yes. a wild card in there. So, yeah. <laughs> It was a good episode. I had so much fun. And I think, you know, this is why uh, I think you guys got a great idea. Because like you said, how many times have people debated, okay, Superman versus Goku or, you know, Hulk versus whoever? It can be debated till everyone's blue in the face. But questions like this are you're not going to find much anywhere else. Like what was the episode themed uh, that you did? So we did one when I was on that was uh, infomercials for superhero supported products. So I did Hulk with Gamma Jeans. (laughs) I think there was Pace Pot Pete with his unstickable glue and then uh, Cyclops with like a some shitty Miss Cleo commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Andrew. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I listen to a lot of podcasts and you guys at debate this, um, are probably one of the only ones that I consistently just freaking gut laugh and have to like check myself at work. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, we appreciate that. We uh, we joke often that, well, at least I joke often that our show is comedy first and content second. Uh, we like to base a lot of our arguments on straw man arguments and fan wikis. Um, we are not the guys who have stacks and stacks of comic books that we can reference. We're just quick at typing questions into Wikipedia. Uh, and so it's <laughs> it's not uncommon for one guy to come in and make some really outlandish claim that doesn't sound like reality and someone else to say that's not real and search through wiki and uh, search through a wiki and say well in january 4th of 1996 in the third edition on the fourth page of the archie comics that says that isn't true so fuck you in your argument (laughs) things like that uh yeah so we just we like making people laugh and we like trying to take comic books and video games, which are things that we're really passionate about and making that accessible to people who enjoy those things, but aren't as passionate about it. And so if you watch a Marvel movie here or there and, you know, you like Tony Stark and you like Chris Evans, then hopefully we'll have an episode that'll make you laugh and you won't feel like you will have need to have read everything in the comic books. And it's the same way with video games. You know, we we try and take things like the Sonic the Hedgehog deep lore and make it somewhat digestible to people who haven't played a Sonic game since the Sega Genesis and things like that. Right. And uh, you, uh, Andrew, Kyle, and Todd have great chemistry together, and you guys have known each other a while, correct? Yeah, we all went to college together, um, sort of intermittently. We're all uh, alumni of the same college and the same fraternity, but none of us were there 
all at the same time, I guess, except for Kyle. Kyle was the only one who was in college with all four of us at one point. Uh, but we all went to Otterbein uh, in Westerville, Ohio, and we're all members of the same fraternity. And so we connected through a fraternity event. Actually, Andrew came to me at a fraternity event and said, hey, me and these two other guys want to do a podcast, but we don't really have a guy who knows what they're doing when it comes to podcasting. So if you wanted to be the guy who knew how to press the buttons, we'd really appreciate it. Quite a pitch. Yeah. And uh, I was doing commercial radio at the time. And so they pulled me in for some of my radio knowledge. And uh, we worked through a bunch of different show ideas and a bunch of different pilot episodes until we finally found something that stuck. And debate this was the the spaghetti we flung against the wall that managed to hang there for more than a couple seconds. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys just recorded your 50th episode. So congratulations to you. Number one. Yeah, thank you. We were very excited about it. We we said, I think, at the beginning of the episode that uh, none of us expected to make it to 50. And even if we did expect to make it to 50, we were sure that one of the four of us wouldn't be there. Yeah. That we started with four and that we would lose at least one guy before we hit 50. But we're all still around. And uh, as long as coronavirus doesn't take any of us out, we'll keep <laughs> on keeping on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's been hard, I think, for me and Jack to keep a warm body in the seat number three Seriously, over yeah. here, it seems. Well, it's Randy's number, Hi, number three. Number four. Randy's number four. Is he four? We had Edan, oh, we that's had right. Jeff, yeah, yeah. and then Jake, and now Randy. So yeah, we went from four to three to two to three to two. Fluctuating. Three. Yeah. Always fluctuating here at Candare, we are. But, you know, those milestones, man, are amazing. Yeah, 50th, 100th. It's, it's always... I remember having this conversation with you when we were starting. Like, okay, this is fun. I I remember thinking independently, this is never going to last. Mm-mm. We'll maybe yeah. do 10 episodes. And, you know, then we had looked up. That's about the standard yeah. for most podcasts. You get about 10 in and then it's either abandoned or whatever it is. Interest is lost. But we got um, to 25 and I was like, hey, maybe 50. we've got something. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, it's been crazy. It's, mm-hmm. it's amazing how when it uh, takes on life and that wheel gets a roll on how it's kind of hard to walk away from. You can't quit it. It takes control of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now help me. Get me out of here. No. Yeah, it really does. And we were shocked to look back and realize that we're in our third year now. Uh, I mean, I, I think it still feels to all of us like we started this up yesterday. And yeah. so when we cut the promo for season three and realized we were actually going into our third calendar year of doing the show, we were all shocked. Like, it doesn't feel like that much time has passed, but we have managed to keep it up at like at least every other week for three years. I don't think we've ever missed a week of our regularly scheduled every other week upload unless it's a time where we're like, all right, well, we're going on break for the holidays, but you'll get two episodes after the holidays or something like that. So we've managed to stay pretty consistent, which I know for all of us, we've had projects that have fallen away. Like I had a YouTube channel for gaming that was abandoned. And Mm -hmm. uh, Andrew did a video game blog for a little while that just got a little bit too overwhelming. So it's great for all of us to settle in on something that feels sustainable. And yeah, like you said, once you hit those 20, 25 milestones, it's like, wow, we might actually have something here. That's crazy. Yeah, you, you see everybody's uh, interest is still as much there as it was in episode one. Yeah, it's exciting. It's an exciting feeling for sure. It, it's still exciting to think that uh, we're all still interested as far in as we are. You know, mm-hmm, like yeah. it never ceases to amaze because uh, most bands don't even <laughs> last as yeah, long. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's been fun getting more ingrained into the Columbus podcast community and the mm-hmm. podcast community at large as well. I mean, I know 
I had heard of Candare probably in like 2016, long before we started our show mm-hmm. and uh, had known you guys as a Columbus podcast. And so now to be at the point where it feels like a fellow Columbus podcast and not just, oh, yeah, that's a, a big podcast out of Columbus. It's it's nice. It feels cool. Yeah. And it's awesome to uh, yeah have that community big podcast out of Columbus. <laughs> Jack over there shining his nails on this shirt a little bit. No, it's awesome the community that doing this kind of thing brings. You know, we've met so many cool people, you know, mm-hmm. including you guys, uh, John Orlando, the Game Fix podcast, so many comic creators like Brian Lau, uh, uh, who else? John Forney, Adam Fields. I mean, the list goes so on. So many, yeah, yeah. People we would have never, uh, you know, had the chance to meet if it wasn't for this. It's mm-hmm. it's cool, the network that comes together just from turning a microphone on and talking about what you love, you Even know? people overseas, yeah, yeah, that's even cooler. Absolutely, well, absolutely. You, yeah. you guys have a bunch of good uh, relationships with a group out of um, Canada, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. We so we went out uh, in January of 2019 to what was called PodCon in Seattle, which was like a podcast convention uh, run by the Green Brothers. Uh, so like Hank and John Green and the folks from Welcome to Night Vale and a few other major podcasters. And so while we were out walking around the show floor at this convention, we made friends with a group out of Canada and a group out of New York City who has sort of become our like core group of friends or who were our core group of friends before we started expanding a little bit more. So uh, the Up For or the Upford Network is what they're called. They're out of uh, Toronto. I'm definitely going to get that wrong. They're out of <laughs> somewhere in Canada that's not far from Ohio, um, but I'm I'm sorry to Tom if I missed that. And then uh, our friends from the Left Trigger Right Trigger podcast are out of New York City, and for a long time they were like, "Wow, we've made actual friends. We can check that box. That was on our list of things to do to be a real podcast." So yeah. um, it's been fun. And then you know, getting on with you guys, and actually we just recorded episode 51 last week with uh, some guys from the actual midwest i think one is in nebraska and one is in kansas maybe um called the the new entertainment system podcast so they'll be on our next episode um yeah and it's just fun to to meet different people and you know there's an abundance of video game and comic book podcasts so there's never a shortage of finding people but you know it's it's cool to watch the spread happen and look at your stats and see downloads pop up from different countries like we have kind of a weird following in australia which is wild, um, nice. super fun. And, um, yeah, you know, it's Seattle and Portland and then my family in Pennsylvania and our friends in New York. But then you look like right around Ohio and I don't think we know anybody in Indiana or anybody in Kentucky <laughs> or anything like that. <laughs> it's funny. You, you never know where downloads are going to pop up. You know, we've been around six years and there's still states on our map that haven't downloaded once. Yeah, like, like Montana, I think, is, hasn't hit the fuck montana yeah because there's nobody there nobody lives in montana (laughs) i don't think they have internet there there's people living in alaska then there's fucking people in montana (laughs) download damn it download oh i should have taken one of your cards with me i went last summer on vacation to alaska and i just started slapping debate this stickers everywhere i'm like i'm gonna get that download one of the 15 people who lives in alaska is doing this on my show (laughs) god damn it Hey. Just smack one sticker on a penguin. Everyone will see yeah. it. <laughs> Gets cold up there, right? You've got to have something to do in the winter. <laughs> so now you guys are uh, have an upcoming or just started a new Patreon page, correct? Right, yeah. So we are sort of working on gearing up a Patreon page. We have the page. It exists. 
but we haven't really publicized it yet. Not because we haven't talked about it. We've brought it up on the show, but right now we're still trying to nail down what the tiers and things are going to be. Uh, but one of the big things that we're talking about with all of these Disney plus shows coming up is starting some Disney plus watch along shows for Falcon and winter soldier and mm-hmm. WandaVision and all of the other things that come up and building that in. Uh, Andrew is like weirdly passionate about final fantasy. And so he really wants to do a final fantasy podcast and we've told him we'll lock him in a closet and let him do it, but we can't <laughs> tell the public. Um, so that might end up on Patreon. And then we also, we were all communicating through group text and Facebook messenger, but we've sort of navigated that all over to discord. Um, and so we're looking at opening up our discord via Patreon as well. But um, right now the, the tiers don't exist. We have the, the page domain, but we're working on hopefully in the next couple of months, really nailing down our Patreon. It's something that we're really excited about because if you know, it's it's not like any of us are trying to get rich, but if we make enough money to pay for our hosting fees, that'll be like the world's biggest accomplishment, and we can all die happy there. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and I'm excited to see what uh, comes of your Patreon and like bonus content and stuff. Yeah. If you guys decide to have, you know, I cannot wait because uh, you know we we are finding even to this day how much of a blank canvas patreon can be we just if we want to do yeah. something a little crazy that's where we're going to go to do it and uh you know we used to use uh canned air as like a as a nuke town kind of like we're going to try something <laughs> yeah. that works or not we're going to do it on canned air but uh, i like doing that stuff on patreon now it gives the you know the the people who are giving us some support a little inside track you know hear what we're brainstorming on they get the behind the scenes right. stuff i guess you and know what i mean get a little better feedback out of that way too yeah mm-hmm. engage people that are yeah listening. I'm excited, man. So um, big congrats to you, Andrew, Kyle, and Todd. You guys have a great show. And again, I, I want to encourage our listeners to head over to debatethiscast.com. And uh, you can also, you guys are on uh, Twitter and Instagram at debatethiscast. Anywhere else we should be pushing people. Yeah, so we are on all social medias at Debate This Cast. Um, Facebook exists but doesn't get used often. Twitter and Instagram are definitely our big ones. Um, we also do stream a little bit on Twitch here and there. And if we all end up getting quarantined into our houses, we're going to be streaming a lot of bit. Uh, <laughs> so if Twitch is your bag, you can check us out at twitch.tv slash Debate This Cast as well. Awesome. A lot of different avenues to check mm-hmm. them out. Yeah. And I, again, we all here recommend it. Uh, again, having yes, been on absolutely. the show, Jack... Need to get you on there. Yep. yep. Get that and, shit set and, up. And Jeremy both won, and I will both won. So you know you, you got <laughs> to keep. To fill them. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, uh, well, you won too. Mm-hmm. Maybe I hope Wait, they, you didn't listen to my episode. I, I did. Sure. I just didn't get all the way to the end. Oh. I, I, I was at work. Oh, so. it's, it's Randy. Okay, I'm just gonna turn it off right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, he's making us look good. All right. I'll turn it off. <laughs> But uh, no, no, I just hope we're not getting fluffed by debate this year. I hope we're not no, just... and that's there's something to be said for that. We do not have a guests always win rule. We have had a few guests lose. So you guys are in the in the right side of history. So you better bring your fucking game then, Jack. Yeah, huh? You damn straight. Keep us three and three because we're going to be judging you. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Well, Matt, thanks again for being here, brother. Yeah, thanks again for having me on. I'm really glad we could finally make it work out. I, I love your show, and I've been listening for a long time, so very happy to be here. Thanks, brother. I'm glad to have you here. Jack, what do we have on the website? Go to cannedairpodcast.com, where you can see show highlights, guest info, listen to the show, follow us on all our social media, become a patron, buy some merch, see some YouTube videos, and if you'd like to be a guest and promote your work, send us an email on our contacts page. And once again, we are on Twitter at cannedairpod and Instagram at canned underscore air. 
and we've got a Patreon of our own, people. Of course you know that, because i just been running my fucking mouth about it every time I get behind a microphone. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash CandairPod. $5 a month gets you access to the Candair Patreon pod, which has been uh, releasing monthly for the past two years, over two years. So there's that catalog you're going to have access to and all those special projects we're working on uh, coming down the pike. A lot of cool shit, a lot of cool ideas coming around. I cannot wait for uh, What am I forgetting, gentlemen? Don't forget to stick, stay tuned at the end of the episode to hear the uh, track from Adam mm-hmm. Era's, uh, uh Am I Human single. And uh, yeah, check them out local. Yes, we are going out on the song Captain Leroy and Dr. Nightmare from the EP am i human uh, from the band adam Mara. love their music uh great group guys yeah and i just love going out on music again from local yes. musicians or any musician for that matter so if you have songs of yourself you want to see featured on can dare then uh, just shoot us an email go to the website let us know we want to feature you but i think that's going to do it for this week so until next time i am jeremy Cowley. i'm jack doherty i'm randy hardenbrook <clears throat> and i'm matt cole thanks for listening everyone Just hang
Joey, the pond's frozen. Watch me ice skate. Wait, come back. The ice could break. Whoops. Help. Quickly walk back to the edge. Stop, you'll break through the ice. Snow job. Grab this branch. You should have been listening to canned air. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Snow job, how'd you get your name? Um, G.I. Joe. Lost my voice for a the second. What the fuck was there. that, Toad Man? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bob's out of Hello, Clarice. <laughs> the Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten War, but half a century earlier, the United States was locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. In our newest episode, we speak to experts about the Philippine-American War, America's first Asian counterinsurgency conflict. The heroes, the villains. We'll discuss President McKinley, Admiral Dewey, the vicious brutality of the fighting and the scandals and war crimes that nearly sunk Theodore Roosevelt's presidency. Check out our show, Ohio vs. the World, on the Evergreen Podcast Network for our new episode about America's most forgotten war. Now back to the show. <laughs> 